Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Hey fam, oh my goodness, it has been too long. It has been too long. And the fact that you are listening here today, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for uh, your support of the Intentional Woman podcast, your love for me as an individual, whatever has brought you to this place, however you found out about the Intentional Woman podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for every download. Thank you for um, every like, every comment, every share. I really, really appreciate it. And I am so honored uh, to God for just giving me the ability to uh, to just do this and to do this work that he has called me to. I, I really feel called to, especially this moment that I stand in today. Like I know that this is the will of the Lord, that even if it doesn't um, affect somebody today or the day that the, that the episodes drop, that I just really know that this time of obedience to him is going to be a blessing to so many women. Um, and I just want to say thank y'all so much for rocking with me and welcome back. Listen, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And I hope <laughs> that I'm able to keep this up. Uh, because as you all know, um, I definitely have put a, like a post out on, if you follow me personally on my personal Instagram page at, I think Nicole D hub on IG, like almost, Two months ago, I probably put out a post and was like, hey, did you know I have a podcast? I'll be coming back in a couple of weeks or whatever. And clearly, a couple of weeks turned into two months. But as you all know, um, some of you may know, uh, my family just announced yesterday or earlier this week that um, we are expecting our third child. Yeah, so I'm currently with child. I'm expecting a new baby in the spring of next year, 2022. And I'm grateful, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude of God's faithfulness. Um, And most importantly, I am feeling better. (laughs) I'm feeling much better. I think the week after I made that post is when first trimester almost tried to take me out of here, y'all. It tried to take me out of here from the nausea to the fatigue. Uh, It was a whole lot. And I was just, you know, doing what I needed to do to maintain Um, and, uh, I had to prioritize my own self um, and that looked like, you know, just really resting and taking care of myself and doing what I could when I could and just being okay with that. So I encourage you to rest and not feel bad about it um, and do what you need to do for yourself because that's what I had to do over the last two months. And I'm glad I did because I feel better for it. Um, learned a lot of lessons through it um, and just grateful to God for bringing me over. So this is just like a quick um, update podcast just to let y'all know what's going on with me and, uh, what to expect moving forward. And just like a brief, uh, a brief word that I just want to share with you all that the Lord has just been dealing with you with dealing with me, um, with over the last couple, um, just literally like the last week. And it's just been really profound. And I think a lot of women, a lot of moms, wives, um, you know, whatever title that you have, whatever role you're playing, that we really need to hear because, yes, this is the last two months of 2021 and everybody is, you know, 
making their year end goals and want to crush goals and, you know, do things before the end of the year, have big goals, big vision, which nothing is wrong with that. Um, but you just got to make sure that we are, you know, not doing things just to be doing things, but that we are doing things that are aligned with the word of God, that are aligned with his purpose and his will for our lives. And that is aligned with uh, what is realistic, <laughs> basically, what's realistic and what makes sense for the time and the season that we are in. Uh, so uh, I just want to encourage you all uh, to, you know, just to, to run your race. To run your race and to run your race with grace, um, run your race with patience, run your race with joy and, um, and always run your race without um, without ceasing to pray. So you can ask God for direction and guidance on what it is that he you know, will have you to do. So, yes, yes, yes. I am um, 14 weeks pregnant today um, and uh, I've turned 15 weeks this coming Friday and I'm officially in the second trimester and I thank God for that. <laughs> If you have ever, um, you know, carried a child before, uh, you know that the second trimester is kind of like the sweet spot. (laughs) Uh, It's where you kind of start to feel like yourself again. You kind of get your energy back and you're able to, you know, function, you know, as you did previously to a certain extent. Of course, as your belly is growing, things are restricted, but you just start to feel less by yourself. You're uh, less like yourself. More, not less like yourself, y'all. More like yourself. Uh, so like the nausea and stuff is is dwindling down. The placenta is starting to take over. So your body isn't doing as much work uh, that it was doing in the first trimester of like getting the, getting the, uh, getting the placenta built up. So in FYI, if y'all don't know, like when you are pregnant, women... Create, uh, women create a whole new organ in their body during pregnancy. So normally men and women have the same amount of organs in their body, you know, just regularly. But any, when a woman becomes pregnant, she makes a whole different, a whole new organ, which is the placenta, which is what feeds, which is like the connection between her and the baby, uh, her and the baby. So that the umbilical cord like connects to the placenta, which nourishes the baby, feeds the baby, allows the baby like to excrete their waste and all that stuff. So just fun science biology fact, <laughs> um, just in case you didn't know. So when, when we say that women are superheroes, listen, it is the truth. A whole new organ, who does that? Who does that? Women, women do that. Uh, so yeah, but I'm feeling much better and I'm, um, I'm ex- and I'm really, 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 really grateful about that. Uh, so what have I been up to? Um, we're still homeschooling King. King is still in homeschool and he is doing good. He is learning. He's learning. Um, anytime someone asks me like, how is King doing? Like how's homeschool going? On? And my response is always, you know, it's going, but then I also just always try to end it with he's learning. And I think that's the most important thing. Certainly over these last two months, it's been um, a little bit more, um, I would say lax. I would say that I've been doing it like the the bear in a sense. The bear compared to what I thought, let me say this, the bear minimum compared to what I've, I hadn't planned, I had planned an intention to do for this school year um, before I found out that I was pregnant, of course. Um, so, and all, you know, all beginning of August, I had all these big plans, like went, went got all this stuff, all this curriculum and things like that. But as time went on and I just wasn't physically feeling my best, I had to, of course, scale back. Um, but he has been th- he has been learning. He has been thriving. He's picking up on things and, you know, communicating, you know, um, reciting the things that he learns back to us. And 
he is really just he's really grabbing grabbing hold to it. So I'm excited about that. And just, you know, even as I'm starting to feel better, just getting more um, getting more structure for my own sanity, um, <laughs> like trying to do some weekly planning so that uh, I know what's happening in the week uh, each day, week to week uh, versus it's kind of like waking up in the morning. just like, OK, what are we going to work on today? So just kind of having some foresight around. I think that would just help everybody, um, especially especially um as we think about ha- as think about like having a new baby um come to spring just anything I can kind of like put on auto that is one less thing that somebody has to come and ask me for reference for is really really good uh shout out to my mom she had been staying with us for a couple of months um over the summer and through the fall the top part of the fall and she was super helpful as a substitute teacher <laughs> all those days when I wasn't uh when I wasn't feeling my 100 percent 100 percent my best so um, it was really good just to have help and have community and one thing that I'm really enjoying and loving about this homeschool experience is just the flexibility that it offers um because seriously if he was in school it would have been probably a lot tougher now not saying it wasn't difficult and it's you know that it's not difficult in its own way like having my child with me almost 24 7 on a on a day-to-day weekly basis um but just knowing that you know one he doesn't need eight hours of instruction every day so taking that pressure off of me and understand that he's a five-year-old and his attention span is like that of a fish <laughs> so he is not going to sit down for an extended period of time to do anything uh, so using that to my advantage as well to kind of break up and do spurts of learning and activities for him so that he uh, feels like he is so that I see that he's actually engaging and doing it and having the, the time to comprehend it uh, and you know you Using, using our time together just to, to reinforce it, to reinforce it over the weekend, over the days until he's able to articulate that he understands the concept fully. So I'm really grateful for the freedom that this homeschool experience has um, has afforded us because on days where I just couldn't do it, it was still okay because the next day we could do just a little bit more. Um, or days where, you know, he was, uh, where I had to go to the doctor's appointment, or had to go to a meeting or something. It wasn't like I had to rearrange our whole schedule in order for those things to happen. So it's been, it definitely has been a blessing um, to, to be able to have my children here and to do homeschool with King. Um, and it's had, it definitely has had its difficulties. Um, just one of the one of the biggest ones I think is when people ask me, I always say is finding that balance between being mommy and teacher because just as a a mother of a a young child, I guess he's considered not he's not considered preschool age anymore, but of a kindergarten, a five year old, you know, he is very much into his independence at this age. And me being the teacher and then also being mommy, I feel like that sometimes we find ourselves in this uh King and I find ourselves in this in this power struggle where it's like okay, th- I'm trying to teach you at this point. Like, this is just not like mommy that's like telling you what to do. Like, this is something that you need to know. This is something that we are working on. And for and for him, it's just your mommy. You know, he doesn't know how to disconnect the, like, this is teaching time. Like, this is learning time, not just like we're in the house and I'm just trying to give you something extra to do. Like, this is school. So one of the things that has definitely helped is that we actually have a space in our home that is dedicated to that. So he kind of knows, like, if I'm, if he's at this, sitting at this particular table on this particular stool, then, you know, this is where you need to kind of switch into that mode. But of course, he's still five years old and that does not work seamlessly. It's not perfect every single day um, or every hour of the day. Uh, But it's something that is, I think is, what I can identify as probably the hardest thing is that, you know, that balance between mommy and teacher, because (laughs) listen, we, I know how I grew up and my mother, when 
she was trying to help me with homework and she, and I just wasn't getting it. She would get frustrated. And it's just like teachers at school, they have to, you know, practice a level of professionalism, you know, so they can't just, you know, Kirk off on you or go on you like Johnny had five apples. Like they can't do that, you know, but as a mom, like I have a, I'm, I, I start out with the with the patience of the teacher, but then it's like when you just acting like you don't know it or you're just being defiant or you're not even trying to try, then it's like I switch over into mommy mode and I'm just like try to will him into the door because like, no, you're you're going to do what I tell you to do. And of course, I know, you know, as a mother in my experience in mothering, and if you're a mother, you know too that that just as fuel to the fire doesn't actually help 99.9% of the time. Nine times out of 10, it really doesn't work or might work for that one time, but you'll find yourself constantly doing it. So, that's what I'm working on. That's one of the most difficult things for me is just finding that balance between teacher and mommy. Uh, but we're making it and I'm excited just to see his progress. I mean, just to see his progress from, you know, September to now is just amazing. He's reading so phenomenally well. He's just super surprising me and uh, just trying to just sit back and kind of look at the things that he is naturally progressing towards or like find his uh, fast interest in and really just honing in on those things because he's he's five at the end of the day we don't need a whole you know 10 subject curriculum um but I just want to be able to make sure that we are introducing him to new things that he is you know staying on on track with um you know with the guidelines that I do have around homeschooling and that he is that he feels like he is um that he's learning, and I think that he is. So that's homeschool, uh, rocking that out, uh, and we're doing it. We're doing it. So really quickly before we end, um, as I promise, this is really just a quick update, uh, just letting you all know that I am grateful for uh, the opportunity just to share, as the Lord has given me grace to share um, about being intentional, about becoming an intentional woman, the process and the journey of being mindful about what we're thinking about, about what we're doing and why we're thinking about it and how we're thinking about it so that we are always seeking his hand, um, not just his hand, but seeking his face and his will for our lives, but being able to seek him and find him in every season that we may find ourselves in and recognizing Never lack concerning his promises towards us that he's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. But we'll most likely when we feel distant, it's because we've the one, we are the ones who have um, have stepped away and walked away. So really quickly, I just want to share the word um, that the Lord just placed on my heart about seasons and about women and our abilities and our capabilities. So I think I was watching The Real last week. I was over at um, a friend's house and it was like on the TV, kind of like background noise. And um, Adriana, Adriana, Israel Halton's wife, she was just, they were talking about some story. I missed the story, but her summation of it was just like her point of view was just saying that she said, like, I really believe that women can do anything. She's like, I believe it. She's like, but I also believe that find truth in that we can't do everything at the same time. So yes, women can do anything. We can do all the things, but we can't do everything at the same time. And it was just so profound to me, just so enlightening to hear it said that way. I don't think I ever thought about it in in that way before because, I don't know, culture, you know, just tells us that you know, we're super moms and we are boss ladies and all these different things, which are not bad within themselves. Like 
as standalone, like these are not bad things, especially if you come from one mindset of, of lack or one mindset of insecurity or one lack mindset of fear. Like these things are motivational. Like they are things that push you into destiny or push you forward towards the things that you desire to do. So I don't think that, the, that those things are bad in, in and of themselves. However, when you take that and make it your whole personality or identify yourself as it, then I think it, it, it can become um, problematic for sure. Um, so just for to say, like, yes, we can do all things, but we can't do everything at the same time. And I read it and I love that. And it just brought me to as a spiritual side principle. You know, the Bible tells us that in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. So that's Bible. I can do all things as a woman, as a mother, um, as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, as a career woman, as an employee, as a a, a pastor, a teacher, a preacher, evangelist, whatever it is that you, whatever it is that you do, whoever it is that you are, you can do all of those things through Christ Jesus. But what the Lord is dealing with you with is this idea of, but do you need to be doing all the things at one time? <laughs> do you need to be doing all the things at one time? If you all don't know, like I did launch um, a coaching business earlier this year and I had big plans, you know, for, for what that business was going to do, uh, what it was going to look like, what I desired it to look like. And just, you know, sitting back and thinking about, you know, about the pregnancy and things and, and other things that are just moving forward in our life, in my life and in my family's life. It's just like, yes, I want to do all these things, but is it practical? Like, is this the right time to be doing that as I'm embarking on my first full year of homeschooling, as I am about to have a third child, as, you know, um, I am trying to just figure out how to prioritize myself in um in being a, a mom, a wife, um, a daughter, trying to be a good friend, all of the things, all of the things that you have that I have to do on a daily basis. Like, is that something that is um, that God wants me to do right now? Um, and yeah, I believe that God puts a lot of things on our hearts and a lot of things on our minds to do. But I don't. But we have to really spend the time to figure out, okay, God, is this what you really want me to be doing right now? Because it can be a good thing, but but it can be at the wrong time. Um, so yeah, so. Yeah, I can do all things through Christ. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. But then um, I want to take us over to Ecclesiastes chapter nine. And I think it's verse, I'm sure it's verse 11. And it says that, um, you know, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift, not the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. And I think that last line, time and chance happen to them all. That sometimes, my husband gave this awesome example that when you make a doctor's appointment and you go to the doctor, your doctor's appointment is at 1030. You go to the doctor's, you probably get there like 10, 15, 10 o'clock or 1015. You go in, you sign in and all that stuff. Now, you're sitting in the waiting room waiting, 1030 comes around. So it's your time, like your appointment was at 1030, but they don't call you until 1045 because yes, your time was, your appointment time was at 1030, but it wasn't your chance to go into the back or to go back to get triage or to see the nurse or to see the doctor until they called you at 1045 or 1050. So yes, you know, there is a time and a season for everything that we can do those things, but there is a, a set and ordained time for those things to come, for them things to come to pass and for the things to come to, for, come to full fruition and for them to be effective and have the impact in the earth that I believe that God wants us to have. So I want to encourage my mamas, my wives, my women that are listening um, today just to rest in the sovereignty and the timing of God especially as we end this year and thinking about the last 
almost 20 months to two years that we've had and how everything has just just shifted in our world and how we're all trying to get to um, get create a new sense of normalcy. Um, just to really lean in and to, and to rest and to trust and to seek God for how he wants you to move and how he wants you to operate. Um, because it's only his will that's going to last. It's only his will that's going to prevail. So I don't want you, I don't want you or myself, you know, running around trying to make things happen, happen, you know, trying to force things to be. It's in a time where, it's not, it's not meant for them to be. Um, so just rest in, in the grace of God, rest in the sovereignty of God and to know that, yes, we can do all things through Christ, but remember that time and chance, it happens to us all. Your time and your chance together are going to come and it's going to be impactful. It's going to be effective. It's going to be more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. Uh, so rest in that, rest in it, rest in it, rest in it. Um, and a scripture that I saw earlier this week that I have just been meditating on personally because it just it hit home for me, especially after the last, uh, you know, two months or so. Just really just not feeling well and um, feeling well in my own body and just understanding that, yes, I wasn't feeling well for a greater purpose, that it wasn't just because um, it was something that was unknown. Thank God. Uh, but it was, you know, to create life, something that is that I am grateful for, something that the Lord has has blessed my family with. Um, and the scripture had just. I saw it last week and I was just like, Lord, I need, I just need to hold on to this. I just need to meditate on it. So I wanted to share it with you. It's Romans 12, 12. And it says, rejoice in confident hope, um, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. It's just that simple. It says, rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. So whatever it is that you are experiencing now that is feeling uncomfortable, whatever it is right now that you just want to, um, you want it to be over with. <laughs> Whatever is that is making you feel discontent about your life and your portion right now, rejoice um, in the hope that Jesus is your Lord and that Jesus knows and that he loves you and that he cares about you. Rejoice in that and then be patient. You know, don't allow um, don't allow the enemy to wear you down where you lose focus, where you become unconscious and stop uh, thinking about the things of the Lord and stop um, putting your trust in your um, and keeping your mind stayed on him. Because uh, is when you do that is where you get the peace that uh, surpasses all understanding. And then lastly, just keep on praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop seeking the Lord. Don't stop giving his word back to him. Uh, and because we know that his word is not going to come back void. It's going to fulfill what it was sent out to do. So keep on praying um, and stay encouraged. I love you all so much with the love of Christ. Um, and I pray that our time together as mm, as the Lord will lead us to to be back here every week, um, new episodes drop uh, Thursdays. Uh, so I hope that you would join me back here next Thursday. I have a couple of episodes that I recorded earlier this year when I had big plans <laughs> for a lot of stuff um, that I'm going to be releasing over the next couple of weeks just for you all to um, listen on, listen to, and to share in. And we'll have some conversations maybe over on social about it, uh, just around prayer and about and a little bit about mental mental health as well. So I'm excited to to, uh, to release those and um, to have some conversations and just to kind of talk about motherhood and, and womanhood um over the over the over the winter time and into the spring and and just talk about how we can be continue to be intentional in every area of our life 
because there's every, lots of areas in our life where we can put um, some intentionality towards which has been maybe neglected or just maybe kind of on the back burner. So I'm excited about that and I am grateful for you all listening today and I will see you back here next Thursday. So let's pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for your faithfulness. I thank you for your love towards us. I thank you that you are a sovereign and a holy God. God, I thank you for for you just being God, for you just being God and for being able to recognize that because you are the greatest power, God, that you can never be defeated. Even when our circumstances look bleak, even when we feel defeated, when we feel insecure, when we feel less than, when we feel inadequate, God, it's, it's you who makes up the difference. It's your sacrifice, it's your love that covers us, that gives us hope, that sanctifies us, that restores us, that renews our strength. So God, I pray that your strength be made perfect perfect in our weakness on this week, God, and that we will continue to look for you and seek your face and seek your will so that we can do what you have called us to do in the day, in the moment, in the time that you called us to do it. God, don't allow our hearts to get weary. Don't allow our minds to get overwhelmed, God. But when we're overwhelmed, God, lead us to the rock that is higher than us. Lead us to your peace. Lead us to your grace. Lead us to your hope and lead us to your your safety, God, for you said that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Help us, God, to abide in you. And as you abide, as we abide in you, Father, you will abide in us and we will produce the fruit of the Spirit. We'll be loving and kind and gentle and patient and long-suffering, God. You will give us joy, unspeakable joy. So, God, I thank you and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you are inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I could pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG or submit a prayer request at theintentionalwomanco.com. And until next time, remember... If we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.